What are you going to do when your life sucks and everything's falling apart? It's a good question, yeah? Stoics have a solution to live a full, contented, and generally happy life. Today, we're going to talk about something called Stoicism. It's read the philosophy by the great man Zeno and how he used his life lesson and the things that he wrote himself to what made him to be one of the greatest philosophers, actually, yeah. in the world today. So, guys, Zeno... He was a philosopher. He was a very rich man. He studied a lot of the words of Socrates and those other great Greek philosophers. One day he was on a business trip on his boat, traveling, and obviously there's some storms in the Mediterranean, just like in life. There's always storms in life. And this storm took everything that everything. Zeno owned. He had nothing left but his life. So... What would most people do if you lose all your money, all your possessions, everything that you own? You give up. You've... I think you tend to question life or nature of like why is this happening to you? You know, yeah, you exactly. question a lot of stuff. You start to wonder like, hey, I had no control over this. Like, what? Like, there's nothing I can do. Mm. And it starts to become almost depressing to think about. Like, I had everything and then I lost it all. And a lot of people would expect Zeno to do that same line of thinking, but. Since he was a wise man, he started developing a certain way of thinking where he understood that that storm was out of his control. He couldn't have done anything to prepare for it different. He couldn't have predicted it, things like that. But he accepted it. He accepted that it happened and he moved forward and then created this whole stoic philosophy with it. And he ended up living a long, prosperous, generally happy life. Whereas he could have definitely easily chosen, like, hey, screw this, I'm done, like, everything's out, not even going to try anymore. Yeah, I think in order for you to make a legend, adding on to that, I think the whole Zeno, uh, his whole philosophy in life, I think it all goes back to what are you going to do when you uh, encounter a stumbling block in life? Like, yeah. will you let that drive you down or would you find a way and continue living life and just keep on building yourself up to success? Just because... Zeno had every reason to just say, well, there's no point in trying again because life just smacked me right in the face and knocked me out. I lost every single thing I worked for in my life. But Zeno, he chose to live away his life where he's trying to live his life aligned with nature. He's trying to do the best that he can, be kind, and just do everything that helped him to make himself better each day rather than just saying, well, if life hates me, well, I should just give up on life. And he clearly did not do that. You know? Yeah, exactly. He just kept enduring. And Zeno understood that a good life is not an easy life. So true. Yeah. So one of the stories that he would teach is the choice of Hercules. So I feel like most of us know who Hercules is. Big man. Yeah. One of the strongest people to ever live in Greek mythology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's an absolute baller. But early on in his life, Zeno taught Hercules had a choice. Two goddesses walked up to him. One was named Kakai, which meant basically happiness or joy or things like that. That's how she presented herself, that she was the happiness and joy in life. And the, that's what she promised. The joy she can guarantee. Yeah, exactly. That is what this goddess was saying. So she went to Hercules. She's like, hey, you're the strongest man to ever live. You are the most powerful person. You can take over. You can do whatever you want. You can live a life of leisure. You can lay down in bed all day and just rest and do nothing. You'll eat grapes, have servants do everything you need. It'll be a good life. I promise that you'll be happy about it. But obviously, 
that wasn't the life that Hercules chose, yeah? So, this goddess was kind of walked off to the side and let the second goddess come through. The second goddess's name was Ariete, which basically means the goddess of virtue. So she came into Hercules and she says, I promise you a long, hard, and excruciating life, but you will have so much pleasure so much joy because of the choices and the experiences that you go through. You will become the greatest man that has ever lived, basically, even though your life will be long and horrible and you'll have to do a lot of things that you really, really hate. So Hercules was pretty wise and he chose Ariete. And then later Hercules actually learned that Kakai actually meant vice. It wasn't happiness. It wasn't pleasure. It, it wasn't played. joy. Yeah, it was a lie from the goddess. Because she wanted him to fall for the trap of the world. Where too often we think, hey, if I live an easy life, my life will be happy. If I go to the club every weekend, I'll be happy. If I drink every night, I'll be happy. If I cheat on my test, I'll be happy. Guess what? None of that leads to happiness. Your life may be a little bit easier in the short term, but nothing will live, lead to having a fulfilled and contented life. A life that is worth living is a hard life. And that's what Hercules taught us. He went through all of his different trials throughout his life, fighting some of the hardest and strongest beasts across the land, and ultimately died sad, alone, and in a terrible state. But I guess when your dad is Zeus, the god of everything, he can kind of promise you like, hey, I'll revive you, you'll become a god with me too. And that's how Hercules is remembered. He became a god in Greek mythology. So guys, it's all about the choice. We have to choose to live that hard life, not take the easy path. And we have to also accept the things that happened to us, like Xenos, where he lost everything. Like you have to be able to accept and move forward and also learn from those different things that happened to you in your life. I think it's all about understanding that what you can control that's where you put your effort in there's no point putting effort in things that you cannot control yeah because it's really in the keyword you can't control it so why bother even thinking about things you can't control i think the whole goal or like the the more value we can learn from hungry story is that going through trials and challenges in your life is not necessarily a bad thing yeah because the true trials and challenges shape you be the person you are meant to be for Zeno he had to go through this storm of like losing everything in order for him to be the great philosopher he is you know he had to go through that and write his own story in his life to be able to share down to the next generation about what he learned through his lessons and the power and importance of resilience uh, patience perseverance endurance every single thing helped him to be the man he was meant to be. And same thing with all of us as well, that we gotta keep grinding in order for us to see the fruits of our labors. which should give us more satisfaction than just going the easy way and wanting to see immediate results that will not help us to learn or at least to be evolved to be the person we are meant to be. Exactly. I think one of the people that em or emulated this style of living the best was Marcus Aurelius. A lot of us have heard of his meditations where he wrote all of the things he learned throughout his life. He basically gave every single line of advice that he possibly could. It's a lot like Proverbs in the Bible, things like that. Mm -hmm. So Marcus Aurelius, 
he lived to be, or he was one of the Roman emperors toward the end of the Roman Empire. He had a very difficult life. He had a lot of children that all died. His wife died before him. And generally, the empire was kind of falling apart. Barbarians were attacking from all around. Barbarians, no, messy barbarians. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy had a difficult life. But he be- is now known as probably one of the best Roman emperors to ever have lived. He was one of the wisest men because he constantly reflected on his own life. He constantly tried to learn and internalize everything. And any time that something happened to him, he looked at it through a logical perspective. And he looked at it through a perspective of, I don't have control of this. And what would happen if I tried to control it? For example, toward the end of his reign, before he died, he was out battling the barbarians on one front. And then he had a great general on the other front. But Marcus was a little bit older. He started getting sick. And the word started to spread throughout his army. So his great general thinking, oh, Marcus Aurelius doesn't have any predecessor. Nobody is going to rule after him because his son is still young. So I'll become emperor since I'm the next in command. So he basically started an entire rebellion even before Marcus Aurelius had died. Right. So obviously if you're an emperor and your best general, your best friend starts rebelling against you, back then most emperors would just say, kill him, be done with it. What Marcus Aurelius did when he heard the news is he went to all of his troops and he said, you know what, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Honestly, I think he is a good man. I know that he is my friend and he wouldn't try and take over the empire from me out of nowhere. He probably was misinformed. And the second that he finds out that I'm still alive, I'm going to forgive him and I'm going to let him continue to keep his post. I'm not going to kill him for rebellion or things like that. So Marcus was very wise, very forgiving. He understood that oftentimes we can't just react on our first instinct. Mm -hmm. We need to think about things logically. We need to process them. We can't let our emotions take front. Yes, obviously, we still have emotions and we should still listen to them. But we can't let them make all the decisions in our life. And so true. I think in most cases, it could be business, it could be family, everything in life. I feel like if you react emotionally first, you usually end up pretty bad, yeah. in my opinion. Just because, for example, if things don't go your way, you get angry, right? And angry leads to argument, argument leads to many, many things. It's like a whole momentum going on its own, right? Yeah. And so it's so important to process whatever's going on in your life and then just now what Lennon was saying about what uh, Marcus did, he reflected. He reflected on what he should do before reacting. Because if you react the first time, things will not go well. And that's something you can't control because it's already out there. You can't control it no more. Right? The only thing you can control is what you can do right after. And yeah. so in life, whatever happens in our life, you just got to accept it, think about it, and then react. Because that way you have more time to process information and to be able to make the right decision rather than just reacting so quickly and you can't take it back no more yeah exactly that's one of the ways that you can live a happy and fulfilled life because obviously if you keep making poor decisions based off of emotion you're going to turn your life into turmoil things are going to start falling apart that's not what we want another thing that i think is amazing that these stoics did is that they all practiced being able to avoid pleasure they didn't indulge in things even though marcus aurelius was a great emperor he wasn't seen feasting and eating entire pigs every single night stuffed with ducks and chickens and whatever they had marcus was very reserved 
he saved those pleasures for special occasions. Like, not to say that we should avoid all pleasures at all costs, but we shouldn't indulge in them constantly. Marcus Aurelius had a brother who liked to party. He partied hard. He'd go out to all the clubs, basically, back in ancient Rome, be with all the girls, give his friends everything that they wanted. He would basically pay for an entourage. And he ended up dying young and sad. And lonely. And lonely, basically. He didn't have a good life, whereas his older brother Marcus wasn't out there partying, wasn't out there going out with every single girl, wasn't out there indulging in wine and alcohol and food of whatever kind back then. He was back sitting, studying, pondering his life. And then on occasion, he would enjoy himself. And the things that the Stoics found is that when you don't partake of those pleasures very often, they become that much more pleasurable. Mm -hmm. It's like, if you go on a diet and you aren't eating as many calories, you don't eat your Twinkie or your cakes or whatever, you find that that one little cheat meal that you may have becomes so much more pleasurable. It becomes so much better because you're like, oh, this is rewarding almost. It's like I worked so hard. I ate perfectly. And now I get this little bit of reward at the end. Mm -hmm. And it's so much more meaningful than, hey, I eat cake every single day for my entire life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's all about understanding death. There's time, there's a place and time for every single thing, you know. I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, um, it's all about really understanding that there is no growth in comfort and there is no comfort in growth. Yeah. Like, you should not always feel like, oh, I want to be part of the fun. But just because you live like a life where you grind and whatnot, doesn't mean you can't have fun. I feel like fun is not your circumstances, but what you make of it. Like, you could hang out that one friend or you can hang out with a wife and family and you can still have much more fun than going out partying and just throwing money that is not tomorrow. Yeah. I feel it's all about what you make of it. It really changes your whole perspective in life in general. I feel like it's all about understanding there is a time and place for everything and it's all about enjoying the small little things and not just wanting to live an easy life every single day because then you will not grow and then you will not make your life fulfilling because you're not learning those lessons that you could have learned through grinding through trials and challenges in life yeah exactly guys this is about being virtuous men this is about being strong men being able to say no when it's hard that's how you live a good life that's how the stoics lived and honestly i believe there's a lot that we can learn from them i believe that in our day and age it's so easy to get lost in social media and saying i want this i want that indulging in different pleasures but that never leads to a happy life never people may say like hey i have the best life on social media going to the club every single week but not true not true not true it's all just a front and guys if you really want to live a happy life if you want to have a good family if you want to die old and strong be able to look back and say i lived a meaningful life then the stoic way is the way for you mm -hmm. And so keep grinding. And if you're going through trials and challenges right now and you feel like it's so hard for you, just know you're not alone. Everybody who is successful in life will have to go through it to be able to see the fruits of their labors. So if you're going through that, keep grinding. Yeah. And know that you are not alone. And know that just because you're suffering doesn't mean you're failing. You're just almost winning the war. There you go, guys. We'll leave you with that. Like, comment, subscribe, and we'll catch you next time. This is Daryl. This is Landon. Peace. Peace.